All right. Hey, it's Cheeseheads in Chicagoland, episode 55. This week, we are talking about the Packers' 26-11 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers out in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Gave you your cat pedestal. There you go. Anyway, Cheeseheads in Chicagoland, the absolute best podcast about the Green Bay Packers, coming to you from my beautiful South Side estate. I'm Mike Fleischman. That is Matt Melonsetter. Hey, episode 55 finds us uh, trying to avoid talking about yeah. football as long as we can. Yeah, in in a lot of places. So um, I'll start by shouting out the fact that I got one of my vintage amplifiers downstairs Ooh. repaired. And restored by uh, by Third Coast down in the West Loop this week. I've got my magnetone back. Congratulations! Thank you. Do you have do you have like a favorite vintage? You know, you're you're a filmmaker. Do you have a favorite piece of equipment or something that's been with you for a while or something like that? No, not really. I you know I I I've used a lot of like older lights. You know, I really like kind of the older Ari lighting kits. Um, they make some some good lights. Some you can you can manipulate them a lot. Um. They're solid. They're cheap now on the the old Craigslist, but no, nothing that I own that I've you know had for such a long time. Are you a purist in any sort? Like, are you a film purist, or like does digital video do the job for you? I th- I think there's some beauty to the digital video aesthetic. I I, sure. I I think that it's part of of you know growing up in the digital video era, kind of coming to um in the age where HD is just starting to take off. Mm-hmm. You know, like around 2010 ish, um when I first started to you know learn what movies were. Um, and so I, I, I think there's some beauty to older digital cameras. I really like, uh, some of the digital artifacting and the, the noise and, and kind of the gross look of, of those first, you know, digital films. Early prosumer DV stuff. Yeah. Really gross. It looks, it looks really gross. And I think that it's kind of a cool, uh, looking aesthetic. Like you watch everything Zodiac. looks like a gum commercial yeah. recorded on a VCR. It's yep. awful. Like yeah, like shot on tape and then recorded off of the TV screen to VCR. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I think there's some a decent amount of nostalgia for that kind of a, a, a thing for me. But um, no, no real. I'm not like a, a film junkie. Got to shoot on film. I'm not a needs to be 4K and the highest codec and the highest bit rates and all that jazz. I don't really I don't really care. I like I like film just because like you get the sense when watching it that I do like, I do like an analog process and I do like the, I, the old idea of movies as 24 frames of film per second running yeah. past a projector light. Yeah. Like that, that basic idea of it, like, you know, we do a lot with that. Yeah. And I think that's neat. The music equipment stuff. I inherited this amp from my great uncle mm-hmm. who was in a polka band. Oh. And so this was his polka amp. Yeah. And I, it was not in any sort of good condition when I got it. So I've kind of let it set for so long. Just It was sort of working. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad I got it restored because it's actually a pretty decent amp. Sounds good. You know, it does, it's, not, it's still like old and bad. That's the thing. Like You can't really... If I go in and like repair the capacitors and stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm 
putting three times as much money into it as it's worth. Sure. But if we just clean up all the, the pots and, and the inputs and such, it at least like makes sound and fires up. I'm much more of like a, I've had this stuff for a while. It's been in the family for a long time. Like my one mm. guitar is 20, 20 years old this wow. year. And I've had it for a while. I've had a bunch of stuff on it replaced and upgraded mm-hmm. and, it's a you know Frankenstein of its original yeah. self, and so I'm more like the stuff that I've had around, not so much because it's not a good guitar. I've just it's the only one I know how to play. I pick up someone else's electric guitar, and I'm like, these are this is not right. This is not it. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. not for me. So the amp is yeah, it's just something that I've been like hauling around my my various like travels through the states. Now it actually works, so I'm very glad about that. Um, so you go to Los Angeles, uh, apparently. Apparently you were supposed to like get some good night's sleep and, uh, yeah. and be ready for the game against the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Green Bay not ready at all for the game against the Los Angeles Chargers to the point where uh, Rodgers openly called out his yeah. teammates from in the press on record. Uh, that's a problem when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's been some speculation about uh, you know what what drew that. Uh, all out, you know, whether it was, you know, they got to L.A., uh, I think Friday night game on Sunday morning, um, get themselves a little bit of time to get adjusted to the, uh, you know, the time change out there and everything, and, and just a terrible, listless, uh, disappointing performance. Now, this was this terrible. I'm, the, excuse me, the first, uh, the, the Packers' first half goes punt, 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 field goal. Nope, the field goal was in the second half. Yeah, <laughs> it a, just a it just continues to go punt. Yeah, for for a long time, and meanwhile the damn Chargers, even on these drives where they're just getting field goals, their progression goes field goal, field goal, punt, field goal. Yeah, and they put together a number of, of mm-hmm. really nice drives. I mean, opening the game on a fifteen play, eighty four yard drive. I mean, burning eight minutes off the clock. Yeah, that's a heck of an opening drive. Yeah, that sets and a tone. I I tell you that. The Packers defense, if you're looking for like bright spots in this game, defense continued to play very well. Yeah, it, you know, it, up it, until the point where they died. Yeah, it, it, it you I mean putting keeping the offense keeping the time of possession where it is in this game is a, is a recipe to kill a good defense. There's no defense in the NFL that Absolutely. could have sustained what they were doing in the first half against the Chargers throughout the second half being out on the field for as many snaps as they were. No. I mean, the Chargers had a 15-play drive to open it up. They closed the half with a 13-play drive. Uh, they had a five. They had two five-play drives in between there. Um, you know, you leave your defense on the field that long, you're just going to get... They're going to be dead by the thir- end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter, uh, if not before that. 71 plays is what the Chargers ran against the Packers' defense. And eventually... You know, nine nothing at halftime after after the Packers are able to do absolutely nothing. No, I mean that that's a defense that's bending but not breaking. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you can go into the half down two scores and it's you know a, a touchdown and a field goal takes the lead, uh, you're feeling pretty good uh, if if your offenses look like the Packers has the last few weeks. But it didn't. Uh, nothing changed in the second half really at all. No, there's there's very little. To actually go over in the game, other than what we just said, the Chargers sustained a few drives, got field goals early, and then on their second possession of the second half, went twenty seven yards for a touchdown after a uh, a blocked punt. Yeah, a eight yard block, an eight yard punt after the block out of bounds at the uh, the twenty seven. So. Uh, Chargers had to go 27 yards. That's where it ended. Yeah, you know, that's up, when it up was until was that stuck. point. Yeah, we were we were still sort of in a football game because it's 12 nothing mm-hmm. on four Charger field goals, and the defense is still giving you a chance. But then the offense proceeds to go just absolutely nowhere. Yeah, and to me, this is a combination of a bunch of factors. One, uh, Chargers fire their offense coordinator. The week before, they replace him with the quarterback's coach. Yeah. The guy who's five years younger than I am. And so the whole offense has a chip on their shoulder. Yep. He's got a chip on his shoulder. There's no tape on him. Mm -hmm. We have no idea what he... There's no way to know what he's going to run or his tendencies or anything. Melvin Gordon is back from injury and is actually, like, officially back from injury. Yeah. Yeah. Hold out. Uh, Was was it Ingram who was injured? 
was Gordon both holding out and injured? I think he was. I think he was both. Yep. Uh, but the idea is that Gordon is back in game shape and is actually effective now. Who he has not been very much since coming back for the Chargers. Their defense had a great game plan. You can take a look at the Chargers defense. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers have two good players on defense. Two and a half. Yeah. Possibly. But really, they have Melvin Ingram the third and Joey Bosa. Yeah. And Those were, are their guys. They were missing three starters. Uh, Derwin James out for the year as well. You know, he was, he was as a rookie, he was kind of in that running for defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. He was, he was phenomenal last year. They were down a lot of guys, but Bosa and Ingram are so, so good. And the whole Chargers game plan was to get Bosa and Ingram on the same side, coming yep. at the same two guys. Yep. And making the Packers make reads and react. And, you know, that's pretty elementary stuff. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, these two guys are very good, but the idea that you've got to send more guys over to whatever side they're on and stop them is is pretty simple back and forth. And Green Bay never had an answer for it. And there were moments where you're watching them in replays coming across. And I just want to shout out Corey Lindsley for being particularly useless. Yeah. <laughs> in this game because so many times you see the uh, the Chargers going wide and Lindsley is in the middle of the picture yep. with blocking nobody and looking in the wrong direction. Yeah, guy comes around wide. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a few uh, occasions I saw where, you know, guy comes around wide, beats Bakhtiari on like a, a speed move to the outside. And the back is looking in the complete wrong direc- direction or helping somebody that's already being blocked while, you know, Bosa or Ingram or somebody's coming around the edge unblocked right to Aaron Rodgers. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a recipe for disaster if you're missing assignments and you're not even, you know, nope. understanding where the pressure is going to be coming from. This to me was a, a game where all of a sudden the, the Packers of the last three years came just yeah. roaring back in that they were facing an opponent that didn't have the talent level they had and played right down to their level. Yeah. And al- allowed a couple of game breakers to really take them off their stride instead of reacting to them or, or playing around them or having a game plan to neutralize them in some kind of way. This was a, a team that wasn't quite ready for their opponent. <laughs> and how the Chargers are, again, a team made up of guys in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't fuck around. And they're not particularly great, but the, it was just a matter of Green Bay not being quite ready for them. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I think this Chargers team uh, is better than their record mm-hmm. indicates. You know, I, I think this is a team that's going to make a push um, in that AFC West. Maybe not take over Kansas City, but I think they'll definitely, you know, finish above Oakland. They'll finish in that second spot in the AFC West. They're starting to kind of get into a groove here these last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, they're not a... They're not a Super Bowl contender. They're not a, 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 a top caliber team. They're just a good team, a solid team. Um, so a disappointing performance, really. Yeah, they've got guys I really like, like Phillip Rivers. Yeah, a, a, oh, he's just fantastic. A real, yeah, a fantastic quarterback. A great backfield in Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler. Yeah, those two guys are, are very, very good. They've got Keenan Allen, who he's I like a stellar. lot. Yeah, he's he's stellar. Mike Williams is is exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. Hunter Henry is a nice young tight end. You know they they've they've got weapons on offense. They're missing a lot of guys on defense, um, but uh, didn't matter in this game. Their defense uh, still really threw Green Bay off their game plan um, and didn't really let them get a rhythm started. Yeah, it was it was strange early on. You know, Aaron Jones Aaron Jones gets the most carries in the game with eight. Jamal Williams yeah. gets two. Uh, Green Bay. For whatever reason, never really wanted to try and just run the ball at guys, which you go into halftime down nine nothing. Like you, you still, still can run the ball. You still at run guys. the ball a lot, and they just didn't seem to want to. And Rodgers never quite had a rhythm in this game himself. Like mm-hmm. um, something tells me that Rodgers isn't the kind of guy who's gonna like go out and party and <laughs> you know, yeah, no, have have long nights or weekends. That doesn't strike me as the kind of guy he is. But uh, he wasn't. He was playing, you know, like he might have been a little too too heavy on the NyQuil the yeah. night before. Yeah, well. he had too many uh, glasses of whiskey the night before watching yep. game film, and it, it didn't roll over well. Um, no, you know, they, they kind of started to find a rhythm, I guess, passing them all kind of in the late in the second half when it didn't really matter. Um, but 
kind of the the abandonment of the run. Um, I think Green Bay ran the least play action of any team in Week Nine. You know, those are, those are staples of this offense, and and to really get away from them and start going eleven personnel and spreading it out and everything to try and catch back up when you're down two possessions into the third quarter. You know, it, it, you don't need to do that. You can still run the ball and play your game. You're going to catch up. I think that one of the mistakes that they made is thinking that because Devontae Adams was back, they could go back to their Devontae Adams game plan and kind of walk away from their we don't have Devontae Adams game yeah. plan. Whereas what I think they should do is keep their we don't have Devontae Adams game plan except give all of Jake Kumaro's snaps to yep. Devontae Adams. Yeah. That's all you need to yeah, do. Give, yeah, give. And just pretend like he's not out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, Jay Kumaro is a black man now. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Kumaro is, is really quick yeah. and athletic now. What <laughs> yeah. happened? Um, yeah. yeah. Devontae Adams, 11 targets, seven receptions for 41 yards. Alan Lazard led the team in reception yards with 44 on three receptions and four targets. Um, the next closest in targets to Devontae Adams was Jamal Williams with six. You know, we, we, we didn't see Aaron Jones at all get involved in the passing game. He had four targets, one catch for negative one yards. Uh, Jamal Williams was involved um, a good amount. But, you know, a, a, a what we've seen, the strength of this team has been is, is taking advantage of mismatches and getting those those running backs out wide, getting them out of the backfield, drawing linebackers onto them, and then burning those linebackers. And they really didn't do much of that this game. Now, Rodgers seemed to want to just be a pocket passer yeah. in the game, which was, it's not going to work. Joey Bosa is yeah. a, uh, a a game take takeovering really, kind of guy. Really good. He's very, very good. He's really, really, really good. So I wanted to see him moving more. I wanted to see less of the, like, oh, well, Devontae Adams is back. We just have to get Devontae Adams involved. Like, you don't yeah. really. He didn't look 100%. Yeah. Either. He you doesn't know, he look very good. He looked good. a step slow. Um, you know, it, it it would have been nice to stick with that that same game plan they've had the last couple of weeks and use Devontae on key snaps where, you know, Devontae, it, it's third and four, you know, it's third and nine. You just say, Devontae, go run your route, get us nine. You know, go get us ten. Go get us yeah. whatever we need, make this play. Because, you know, that he's, he's going to be able to win any one-on-one matchup for a certain amount of yards. He just didn't have the burst afterwards in this game. Um, and so, you know, it... Would have been nice to see him used more in a, a Jake Kumro type role where it's not reliant on him to, you know, win every matchup and extend the play. It's it's on him to run the routes and be open in the scheme. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of very puzzling things like, you know, MVS. Yeah. Who has seemed to have been on the mend all of a sudden. Two targets, no receptions. Uh Jimmy Graham used as much as he was when you know, four four catches, four targets. And Jimmy Graham plays like a bag of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Just, he, he had some good he, he, some good run blocking yeah. snaps. Um but yeah, yeah, he's just slow as all get out. Yeah, now. when he catches when he catches the ball in space, he just like he's just already falling over. Yeah, it's just over now. It's just, it's just tough not, to watch. Yeah. Um he, he he's 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 gassed. Um but yeah, just a a bad outing for this Packers team this week. No, and you know, I think we have the same questions that we have after the last loss mm-hmm. against the Eagles, where the team, the team against the Eagles wasn't flat. The team made key mistakes yep. against Philadelphia in that they did not call good plays within the red zone. The team coming out to Los Angeles, I think, made a bigger mistake in that they weren't ready to play a team full of NFL guys. Yeah, or they didn't take it seriously They didn't enough. take it seriously enough. They did not have the right game plan. So uh, first-year head coach, the challenge isn't do everything perfect, have the right game plan, know how to know how to manage a, a Midwestern team on a West Coast trip. It's Matt LeFleur's first time yeah. managing a whole team and keeping the mindset right on a West Coast trip. And like this, t- this is a team who's done right by him. Yeah. Up until that point, he might be thinking, like, I don't have to be a cop in this situation. I don't have to, I don't have to be quite as, I don't have to, like, spell it out for these guys to not be, to be ready to go. Yeah. Whatever it is that's happening that makes them not ready to go, they're going to figure that out by themselves. He might have to learn a little bit about uh, what it is that, that you do and you know you might want to call call some of his old uh, old coaching buddies and yeah. get some advice on like you know 
if you know someone who play is an East Coast team that has to go out to the West Coast and play out there, and what it is they do to keep everyone locked down and yeah. focused on their Same jobs and, 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 and like going, you might want to take some notes there. Yeah. yeah, so it's not so much a question of like, yeah, they did poorly. Like teams are going to lose in the NFL. Yeah. It's it's is the response going to be similar to the response against the Eagles game where the next time the Packers make a long road trip, like I don't know, in two weeks, yeah, out to the same part of the world, to San Francisco, play another team that is not fucking around. No, to the only undefeated team in football. Yeah, what are they going to look like then? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like that. You, know, you don't have to beat the 49ers to be in good shape if you're the Packers. I honestly think the 49ers are probably going to come away with that game. It's a matter of, mm-hmm. are they going to show up? Yeah. Is it going to be a, a, a close game? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that San Francisco game is going to be a real, not a litmus test, I don't think, but it's going to be a, a test for sure to see if this Green Bay team is a Super Bowl team or just a playoff team. Yeah, you know, that, I, I think, that will have a that will have a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, that'll be a a, a huge huge game there. You know, uh, the the narrative, of course, Kyle Shanahan and Matt Lafleur, um, Lafleur, one of uh, Shanahan's descendants, I guess, in some way. Um, you know, they run a very similar offense. It'll be a a, a fun matchup between two longtime friends to watch. Um, and that's completely looking past coming back home to play the Panthers next week. Yeah, yeah. We're, which is going to have to be an immediate response. Um, uh, Panthers just shelved Cam Newton for the season, yep, which he, is probably smart. Like, yeah. That guy is, if he has a chance of having a long-term career, it involves him taking time off right now. Yeah. And getting getting right in a lot of different ways. Yep. Although, I'm, I'm going to miss... I'm going to miss the shawls. I don't know how, why Cam started working the shawls into the post-game looks this year, but it's, it's an interesting look. Yeah, that was a it's a it's a it's that was a very look, confrontational sure. And, and sure. I very much like players who are confrontational sure. and things like that. That's very cool. The shawls were arresting. I yeah. was you know, it's a look. Yeah. Like Russell Westbrook wearing like yeah. shiny pants and everything. Like that was a nice start. Yeah. But like eventually, it's just like now everyone's wearing shiny pants. But not everyone is dressed up like babushka, like a grandma in yeah. a Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, not everyone is doing that. Yeah, does he carry a basket with him full of apples? <laughs> that would be incredible. Wears the shawl. Yeah, with apple pies inside of it. Um, yeah, no. Kyle Allen's the starter for the rest of the year for the Panthers. He's been all right. Uh, rookie, rookie quarter, no, second year quarterback. Um. I don't know. Who cares? Nah, who cares? Who cares? He, I have no he's, idea. He's been fine. He's a young quarterback. He's been all right this year. Um, Green Bay defense will get a chance to to take advantage of somebody who's who's you know not as experienced in this league as Cam Newton. Um, last year was the 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 classic uh, Cam Newton Clay Matthews. Exchange. Kyle Allen is in fact a rookie. He is in fact a rookie. Yes. Right. Auto play. I love it. Um, so you know Kyle Allen, younger guy. Uh, hopefully this defense can take advantage of him. Get a few. Uh, turnovers or something. I believe they were deficient on turnovers this week. They did not. Green Bay did not have a turnover. Um, so you know, I, I I think to win to win games in the NFL, you you have to force turnovers. You know, every post game uh, in the locker room, Matt Lafleur's first thing is is were we plus were we positive in the turnover ratio? You know, did we win the turnover battle? Uh, you got to force turnovers to win the turnover battle. Yep, and it's hard to get them. Yeah, against- it's hard. Against Philip Rivers, yeah, he's he he doesn't he doesn't tell you anything, he doesn't show you anything, he doesn't make mistakes. He's he's really really good. Kyle Allen, although nine touchdowns, four interceptions, a forty six point one quarterback rating, which is a made up number that doesn't exist. Yeah, QBR. He also has a, um, I don't know. He's he's sort of inscrutable, but like the idea is that the dude can throw the ball. Yeah, he can throw the but ball. But the whole the Panthers park. idea is are you gonna be able to stop Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. Because the whole thing about McCaffrey is like if you took Aaron Jones and made him the the best at Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You he's, made him he's Aaron much Jones better. perfected. Yeah. <laughs> you made him dynamite receiving the catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh great running the football, fast as heck, quick as heck. You know, good blocker, smart guy. He's he's really really good. You know, he's he's an MVP candidate in a league where we haven't seen a running back MVP candidate in years. I mean, when was the last time we had a running back MVP candidate? Yeah, I I, I I'm frequently a, yeah doubter in whether or not running backs are all that 
valuable to teams, but the guys who really are like McCaffrey are yeah. just that much more valuable because of how unique and how singular they are in, in what they can do. So that will be an absolute challenge because if you let McCaffrey get rolling, oh, guys man. like Kyle Allen are going to pick yeah. you apart on play action because all he did was throw the ball side to both sidelines yeah. in college and then chuck it deep every once in a while. He's he's one of those one of those guys that like I talked about it with Mason Rudolph last week mm-hmm. too of like this guy may not be a full qualified NFL starter, but he does quarterback things. Yeah, he can he can play quarterback. He can yeah. sling the rock around. Yep, you know? throws can, it to both sidelines, gets it out quickly. Like team seems to like him. Yeah, He's got a bit of that. Like let's let's go fire him up kind of thing. Yeah, like it all it all works out. Um, energy. Yep, that's and again, like there's nothing more in this Chargers game. The Packers just came out and did nothing. Yeah, it was it was it was it was listless. It was it was this it was bad to watch. It was really bad to watch. The one Packers touchdown comes on a 75-yard drive in garbage time. Uh, Jamal Williams takes the touchdown pass. Uh, the two-point conversion attempt was Rodgers up the, up the yeah. middle for for the the running it in two-point conversion. That stuff needed to happen a lot earlier yeah. because that that particular thing of Rodgers. Rodgers running isn't like your main weapon or your second weapon or your third weapon, but Rodgers, when he runs and gets positive yardage, Helps the team in a lot of small ways. Yeah, it, it keeps the linebackers off mm-hmm. of that speed rush because it, it, that means that if they come on the outside so fast, Rogers able to step up, and grab five yards or something. They're going to think twice yep. about going pushing so far upfield on that speed rush. Yeah, and those those early moments where you see Corey Lindsley standing there, yeah, when blocking nobody, Rogers has seven yards. Yeah, every time if he wants it. So, uh, you know, amongst things that need to improve is Rogers' recognition that if he's got a center standing in front of him who's not blocking a guy, send him on the let's lead. go. Yeah. yeah. Send him on the lead and follow him. Let's go get it. Um, yeah. We should take a quick break here. Um, we we have a Twitter account, but um, you work during games. I work and, Sundays, yeah. And, yeah, Sundays are usually me. Like, I worked six games last week as a broadcaster. Sheesh. So Sunday literally was me staring at the television going, don't like this. Bad. Yeah. So our, our our former Twitter account is at Cheese Cagoland. Um, my Twitter account is at MP Fleischman. You're at Mellum Setter. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. If you like our podcast, rate and review us on iTunes or uh, CastBox, which is my shitty Android podcast mm. app that I use. Okay. Um, or whatever other podcast. Spotify, I think we're on Spotify. Yeah, I think we're on Spotify. Yeah, our our podcast service, Anchor.fm, was bought by Spotify. Oh, congratulations! So I think technically, yeah, good good work, Anchor. Yeah, you got your money. Yeah, we're good job happy for you. I have no no specific complaints with Anchor.fm yeah, no, at all. They've done a good job. Yeah, they've done a fine job. We hosted the Radio to Paul Sports podcast through Anchor FM. They did a great job. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Boy, Scott was so skeptical. Yeah, he was he was that. very worried about. He was that. so skeptical. I'm just like I don't know. It's going to be just fine. Put the podcast up. I'm like, <laughs> at the point, I'm like, we're on like episode 30 and they're still all there. Yeah. You know, I've gone away yet. I'm like, not some sort of podcast doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't diagnose anything. It's either there or it's not. I don't, I don't know. know. It's like a broken in, bone. In podcasts. Like a compound fracture. Like, I took your podcast class. How am you I supposed taught to me know? everything <laughs> I know. I should be asking you if this yeah. works. <laughs> Oh, this is completely inside baseball at this point. But uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk about something, I'm sure, on the rest of Cheeseheads in Chicago. I'm trying to get back to the day When my miss came running From the dead end way I was holding her close in my arms Chains of my mind. My freedom spread. 
Everyone in the NFC North lost, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that was a, a rough week for the NFC North. Yeah. What did the Vikings have next week? The Lions? Yeah. Let's see. Boy, I got that sleepy mood too. Don't uh no, the Lions and Bears play yeah. next week. Wow. That game is gonna suck. Minnesota Dallas. Okay. Where? Uh which which pleasure dome is that? It's a great question. Uh, uh Minnesota Dallas. That's down in Jerry World. <laughs> Good. That'll be fun. Wow. Watch Daniel Jones play a little bit last night. That kid can throw it a little bit. Yeah, he can, he can throw it. He's 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 been all right. He had a good first couple games. This whole breakdown of like you know, Gardner Minshew is a good he's a good quarterback. quarterback. Like I I see I see in him the possibility of becoming Baker Mayfield. Sure. Like who I don't think is very good at all. Yeah. But like had that sort of like fuck you attitude in yeah. his first season. Um, Kyle Allen is very good as a rookie. Daniel Jones, I think, is solid. Kyler Murray's pretty exciting. I think Kyle with Murray's Jones, good. it's that he was so widely ridiculed. Like yeah. you're going to take this idiot. Yeah, and he's not that fucking bad. No, <laughs> he's really he looked, okay. He looked bad bad in college, but he's looked all right in in the in the pros. You know, it's I I think a big thing for Daniel Jones was getting him good receivers and a good offensive line. Yeah. Playing at Duke, you know, he he didn't have any of that. Um. But no, like right. Golden Tate isn't walking through the door no. at Duke. No, no, no. Uh, Sterling Shepard is not walking through the door at Duke. Saquon Barkley is not walking through the door at Duke. Um, and all of those guys take a massive amount of pressure off of a guy like like Daniel Jones. Um, but you know he he he's been he's been all right for a giant team that's two and seven. Um, yeah, I, I guess he hasn't been as bad as Darnold. Yeah, I just I was expecting watching him last night to see more of like a train wreck in that. Yeah. Like, here's this rookie quarterback who oh, can't he looks the can't part. do anything. He's yeah, he's decent with the ball in his hands. Just I, the, I, I don't know if he's ever you know anything more than a Kirk Cousins, but um, that's enough if you have a good team around him. Kirk Cousins makes eighty million dollars. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I don't think he, I I mean like I don't think he's a you know a that's top probably five pretty good news MVP for Daniel guy, Jones. But yeah, great news for Daniel. Jones. Yeah, good news, Daniel Jones. I don't know if it means the Giants will ever win anything. You're gonna get seriously overpaid. You're gonna get rich as hell, bro. She says, in Chicagoland, best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. Time to move to our absolute favorite segment of this year, and that's what the Bears do this week. Uh, this week and what good. the Bears do. Uh, the Bears lost to the Philadelphia Eagles 22-14. to This game was 12 nothing Philadelphia at halftime. If you thought the Packers looked flat this week, yeah. the Chicago God. Bears looked every bit looked, flat. Yeah, it looked just as flat. Uh, the Bears didn't have a positive yards from scrimmage total going into halftime. Their first half possession chart looks like this. Three plays, one yard punt. Three plays, negative two yards punt. Three plays, negative six yards punt. Three plays, negative two yards punt. Three plays, negative 11 yards punt. Three plays, thirty-five plays, 34 yards punt. God. There you go. Bad. They got their first first down with the... Uh, 45 seconds left to go till halftime. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, yeah, Mr. Trubisky, 10 completions on 21 attempts, 125 yards. Um, really, really not good uh, at the quarterback position there. You know, it's it's uh, David Montgomery had two touchdowns. The man that beat the Chicago Bears, you know, Jordan Howard, 19 carries, 82 yards, touchdown, had a nice day. Uh the man that you know that Chicago replaced Jordan Howard with, um, not just David Montgomery, but uh, Mike Davis. Mike Davis did not get a carry. Mike Davis did not have a catch. Um, Tariq that, Cohen had 16 yards from scrimmage on two rushes and two pass receptions on five targets. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, I mean, y- y- you think about uh, you know losing Adrian Amos. That's a a nice comp- compensatory pick. You know, maybe a third or fourth rounder, um, but because the Bears signed Mike Davis, they won't get it. 
And so for a team that's already really low on draft capital, that already has a number of holes to fill, you know, on the defense and the offensive side, particularly on the offensive side, they're losing the pieces that they need to fill those in. And you still are probably going to end up keeping Mike Davis on the team next year and not use him. And that's $3 million down the drain. You know, he's on a $2 million or a two-year $6 million contract. It, it, just a lot of mismanagement for Ryan Pace. Just like, you know, it's 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 trading up to get David Montgomery and using two picks to take a running back. And you needed those two picks. You needed that extra pick that you sent away. And now you don't have it. And signing Mike Davis means that you're not going to get any of your compensatory picks. Now you've got David Montgomery. And yet, congrats. But yeah. you don't use him. You could try using him. Some of these, I'm just baffled by by the continued like let's throw at taylor gabriel yeah don't actually do that throw to Allen. i mean yeah. they threw to Allen robinson five times he had one catch for six yards i you know I, I i i get it it's hard to actually get your talented players targets when trubisky's your quarterback but find a way man like the other first the other first round pick in the trubisky draft was adam shaheen yeah what's he zero Catches zero Guys, yards, one target. Awful. <laughs> I'm just this is just a a, a baffling yeah. baffling situation, and particularly coming off of last year, this is the same team. Yeah, that went twelve and four last it's year. The same offense. I mean, they yeah. lost a number of, of big pieces on defense that you know Bears writers and Bears uh, fans didn't think were going to be that big of a deal. Uh, Honestly, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think that Adrian Amos, like when you. When you look at what he did in that defense, I think that like it was a major piece. He was a huge deal to that defense. Yeah, you just you lose how important he is. And of course, Keem Hicks is his loss yeah. is huge this Massive. year. But this offense, like it wasn't great last year, but it wasn't this. No, it you know it 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 was able to do what it needed to do last year. It can't do that like you know it, it could score 14 points if they needed 14 points it couldn't score 21 last year but it could get you 15, 14 definitely couldn't get you 16 or 17 like they needed in the playoff game um and this year it looks like a struggle to score any points at all um trubisky is 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 just so awful um and i i, I kind of want to update my take from he won't stick around past his fifth year option to he won't make it to his fifth year option. I don't think I there's going to be some sort of player revolt if they don't bench him. Yeah, there should be. Yeah. They're they're they cannot keep the they can't keep the other fifty two guys on this active roster from just not Throwing, coming to work. Yeah. If you keep on starting this guy because he's like such a so clearly a rube. Yeah. That he just oh can't God. do it. I mean, and that again, like we get this. I want to go back to the Packers and their, you know, their longtime backup and before uh, before Kaiser, who's the guy whose name I forget right now. Matt Flynn? No. Brett Hundley, the guy whose name I remembered immediately yeah, without sure. any sort of problems. No, no, no. With with Hundley, it's a matter of like I don't care that you're not good enough to play in the NFL. Yeah. Because very few people are. Yeah, and, I think and you Trubisky, were a fifth round yeah. pick. Yeah, with Trubisky, it has to be like it doesn't matter where you draft him at that point. Like, you know, very much like Darko Milicic. At a certain point, you have to be like, yeah, this did not work. Yeah, this you have a- to give up. You have to say, all right, I was yeah. wrong. I was wrong. I maybe I should have taken yeah. Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we should have drafted Carmelo Anthony yeah. instead of Darko oh, Milicic, and maybe things would have turned out better. But. There you have it. You like, didn't. So yeah. Now it, to save your team, you need to move on faster. You need to get over it and move on. Um, and they are not doing that right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not in the mood to save the team right now. No, and you can see it, like in Matt Nagy's face after the games, like he he looks so dejected. Like, it, what's he supposed to say after these games? You know, they're like, you, why is the offense not getting moving? Is he supposed to say, look at my quarterback? What you the get hell the do you feeling me to that do? Someone somewhere needs to be right more than they need to win. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's Pace, whether it's Nagy, whether it's, you know, someone else. Someone in that needs office. to be right about Mitch Trubisky. And I tell you what, <laughs> they're not. It's uh I'm trying to think of the last time that a team was stuck in this situation. Where like the quarterback is garbage. Yeah. 
Uh, you I mean, kind of knew it from day one, but you're in year two. The Jaguars with Bortles a few years ago yeah. when their defense was so good. Um, but, I mean, even they were able to – he was good enough to get them to an AFC championship game and then play lights out against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he at least showed a couple flashes. We really haven't seen flashes from Trubisky. We've seen one or two good plays and a whole – What was that game against the Buccaneers last season? Where yeah, threw, the like, worst – Five yards against the worst defense Yeah, he threw six touchdowns and, like, 450 yards against the worst defense in football by a large margin last year, uh, particularly – their secondary and their passing defense. Um, but no, like I, I can't think of a time like this, at least recently, where you know a team took somebody one or two and, and really, really, really needed to move on. I don't mean to play like, you know, offensive guru here because I'm just some guy at a table, but again, the idea of like you heard Matt and Aggie talk about we have to simplify this offense for Trubisky. Yeah. Like, certainly there are ways of simplifying the offense that don't involve, like, well, we just run up, up the middle or we just call, like, very simple, like, one-read pass plays. Yeah. There are, there, like, look at how the Packers simplified the offense for Brett Favre, noted, a noted crazy person. Yeah. They ran play-action bootlegs. Yeah. And had receivers flashing in front of him. And you throw it to one of those he, guys. Yeah, had big laser rocket arm. Throw it to one of those guys. Yeah, Trubisky got a big or, arm. Yeah, let Trubisky him, get a big arm. He moves good. Get him on the move. Let yeah. him throw. Yeah, like he's, there are there are ways to to actually use what he can actually do. He's not going to set his feet in the pocket anyways. Yeah. You might as well get him moving. I don't think it's going to make him good. No, but it's going to make him at least able to do what he can do. Yeah. I mean, he's better running the football than throwing it, and and you're not going to give Chase Daniel a, a real shot. Um, so let him try something. Ugh. Try something else because he's not working in the pocket. I mean, there's a few occasions where they, they ran, like, you know, everybody runs a little three-step hook, three steps turn around, and Trubisky missed his reads. He can't do that. And yeah. turtled up. And, you know, I think it was the a, a Brett Coleman video where Brett Coleman was just like, there's no team in the history of the NFL that's actually run this play. This is what you run in high school. Yeah. There's no team in football in the NFL that's running this play. This is what you run in high school or low-level college football. This is such a lack of trust for your quarterback from the coach that you're just saying, I don't know if you can even do this. Try this. Let's see it. And you can't do it. Um, I see that play run on a pretty regular basis. Yep. Yeah. Because I cover high school football. That's what you see. That's what something you see in a spread system in high school football, not in the NFL. Just uh, awful. Uh, he's awful. He's so bad. He's so bad. Any of the any of the actual optimism from Bears fans has disappeared. Oh, it's been which again by, is yeah, it's been replaced by intense, intense angst and 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 the gnashing of teeth and, and the wailing. And I do want to say one thing. I you know I work for a pizza delivery place. You do. My orders go way up when the Bears are winning, and our orders go way down when the Bears yeah. are losing. And yep. the tips go way up when the Bears are winning, and the tips go, go way way down. way down when the Bears are losing. I just want to say one thing, the Bears fans. Come on, man. Come on, come man. on, man. Don't tip me. Don't tip me one fifty when the Bears are losing, and five bucks when the Bears are winning. Just do it three dollars every time. Uh, the next the next Bears run goes Lions at Rams. Giants at Lions, Cowboys at Packers, Chiefs at Vikings. Like you start yeah, letting your defense keep you in some games and running actual plays, you could still be causing havoc, but I'd, there's just a extreme reluctance to do things that make sense. Yeah. Ugh. Which is I think more frustrating than like the fact that like Trubisky is bad. Yeah, that's fun to watch. But like the extreme reluctance to call an effective play, yeah, or to run any kind of effective scheme, that's where that's where I start to get get real, real angry. Excited. And I tell you what, it's because it's because my whole my whole high school football assignment this year was a high school team that had a not an NFL pedig- like kid, but a, a a college starters kid yeah. at quarterback. He can just whip the ball around. Yeah. He goes out in week three. They have to replace him with a wide receiver. Yeah. He's not making he's not audible in the line. Wide the wide receiver at quarterback. 
back. They picked him because he was the toughest one. Yeah. The kid who <laughs> the kid who wasn't going to be scared yeah. of having to become a quarterback yeah. in week three for a major state team. Like, all they do is just run the ball. It's mm-hmm. pitch one direction, pitch the other direction, maybe a, a throw or two. Like, they actually have some sort of scheme that, like, helps this kid. Yeah. He's not. He's not scared of being out there. It's just that he's not a quarterback. Yeah, he's the guy who takes the snap. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the idea that you're gonna be out there and just not trying to help your guys do things really bothers me because if you can take a a wide receiver and be like, you're the quarterback now because you're the meanest person we yeah. have. All right. Like, cool. Right. Run yeah. the ball fifty times. Yeah. I mean, he, at least try it. I mean, mm-hmm. Mo- Montgomery's probably better than Mitch Trubisky right now. I mean, Trubisky's like yards per attempt. I would put Tariq uh, Cohen at quarterback. Yeah, I bet he'd try be, some wild card. I bet he'd be Doug Flutie. Yeah, try some wild card. I mean, like Wildcat. Wild. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, try some wildcat. And maybe make the wild card. Hey. Hey. Uh. Yeah. No, they won't make the wild card. Uh, you ever had wildcat? What's that? It's a raw ground beef oh we caught tiger raw, meat raw egg and, and onion yeah we, we caught tiger meat in South okay Dakota. wild okay yeah no i never had it i thought it looked way too crazy for me but it's a big thing a lot of people really love it yeah it's on the holiday spread pretty frequently Ugh. at the in-laws do you like it no yeah no i hope not i don't like dislike it <laughs> but uh, yeah it just it's just a thing just it exists. Yeah, start Tariq, start Tariq Cohen at quarterback. There you go. Do it. Listen to me. I'm smart. Uh, week nine, this was a uh, – it wasn't as good as last week no. <laughs> as far as things. Uh, the 49ers stay undefeated by getting past the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray is an exciting player. Hey, he's been pretty and good. And if the Cardinals can ever put out the various fires that are burning around their organization, yeah. they have themselves a quarterback. Uh, Houston – Beat all of Jacksonville three times, twenty-six to three. Uh, Gardner Minshew is back on the bench because Nick Foles has come back. Not in this game, but he'll be back next week. It's good to see Nick Foles back, but I was just pleasantly really, surprised by by Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I really liked it. They should probably trade him for a, they could get a second or a first for Minshew. Yeah, at this in point, this offseason with how he played. Yeah, yep. Yeah, someone would like to talk to you about Gardner Minshew, yeah. and then the Jacksonville Jaguars, with all the money they've gotten, Foles can look to solidify stuff around him. Mm-hmm. Probably the smartest thing for everyone to do because that organization is terrible. Dumpster fire. Uh, the Buffalo Bills beat Washington twenty-four to nine. Buffalo got back on track after losing last week. Uh, Carolina Panthers beat the Tennessee Titans thirty to twenty. The Kansas City Chiefs got past the Minnesota Vikings. Every team in the NFC North lost this week. The Chiefs with Matt Moore. I'm telling you, Matt Moore, little quarterback. He, he can do what he needs to do. Which is pretty much exactly what they did yeah. against Minnesota. Just patience. Uh, Miami kicked the crap out of the New York Jets. Fire Adam Gase, and then fire him again. And then fire everyone that he hired, and then fire Adam Gase. <laughs> Bring him back just to fight yeah. him one more time. Because the Miami Dolphins, when I when I say this thing out of respect of like everyone, you know, everyone on the Chargers is an NFL player. That's not that's not the Miami Dolphins no, story. They've right now. they've made part they've paid particular attention that everyone on the team maybe not be an NFL yeah. player. That's it got so bad that you know football announcers are pretty beholden to do and say things that the NFL wants them to say uh-huh. and not say things that the NFL doesn't want them to say. Yeah, no, they try hard. There was a, a I forget if it was a studio pundit or a color guy who, during a Dolphins game, I think it was Booger McFarlane or Tessator, yeah. just in the closing minutes of that Pittsburgh Dolphin game, says, you know, you take a look at this Dolphin roster. These aren't guys who start on other teams. No. And in a lot of cases, these aren't guys who make NFL rosters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, if if we can say that openly, like on record, yeah. in a game that is like, it's true, aired with the permission of the NFL, it's true. You've got to, you've, you're at a point. Because <laughs> the NFL normally hates it when you say that about its teams. Uh, the Eagles did beat the Bears. That was fun. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers hung on against Indianapolis. That's an important game 
for both those teams. Indianapolis got a bit of a gut check, and Pittsburgh is really starting to get comfortable with Mason Rudolph, and their defense is pretty ridiculous. Minka Fitzpatrick, who's a guy good. that you wanted on the Packers. I wanted him on the Packers bad. Yep. Packers probably could have had him this year. Yeah. Yep. In that in that trade in that sell off from the the Dolphins, you know, uh, Colts lost uh, Jacoby Brissett in this game. Brian Hoyer mm-hmm. comes in, has an all right day, uh, throws three touchdowns and a pick. Um, looked looked pretty good in 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 some backup action. Marlon Mack getting a bunch of carries. Uh, I like Brian Hoyer. Yeah, he's a serviceable I think the backup. Bears should have kept him. Honestly. Yeah, he would have been fine. You know, he, he doesn't really make mistakes. You know, he's a classic Patriots backup quarterback. You know, he, he he's smart. He knows his reads. He he knows his limitations with his arm. He makes the right play. The Oakland Raiders defeated the Detroit Lions thirty-one to twenty-four. The Seahawks needed overtime to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Seahawks just keep on finding themselves in situations where they have a chance to win and then winning. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston did not throw an interception in that game, but he did fumble away the ball once. So Jameis Winston continuing his turnover streak, Yeah. just in case you were wondering. But the uh, Russell Wilson can just get out of here with this, this nonsense. 29 of 43 for 378 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. It's remarkable. Uh, this year, he's got 22 touchdowns and one interception. Projected 39 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's playing made out of nonsense. Out of his mind this year. Chris Carson, 16 carries for 105 yards. He has an, an entire team with him, which is really rare. Yeah. Although he did let their defense did let the Buccaneers put up 34 points, but the Seahawks are a, you know, if you can score 30, you're still screwed kind of team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, the Denver Broncos beat the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland played a pretty good game, and Denver still beat them. It's a Denver team that looked about as effective as the Bears on offense recently. Yeah, so Brandon Allen is 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 mm-hmm. not great. I mean, he he played an all right game uh, against this Browns defense, but just about everyone seems to be playing well against this Browns team. Yeah, that yeah, Denver's down to down to Brandon Allen. Baker Mayfield is uh, is having a heck of a a second season. Not sort of not much of a let off, but like everyone overhyped the Browns by yeah. by a factor of two or three. A big sophomore slump here. Yeah, they're you know, but for what it's worth, being two and six for the Browns better than they've been in the past. Uh Odell know. Beckham eighty seven yards and five receptions, six targets. He's he's really good. They should they should focus on on getting him the ball. Letting him touch the ball a lot. Uh Nick Chubb, twenty carries for sixty four. Five yards. They should probably, probably just hand the ball to Odell Beckham. <laughs> like, do you yeah. want to be a running back? Run a bunch of uh, sweeps and reverses, and just get the ball in Odell's hands and Jarvis Landry's hands too. Man, they're 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 good. Uh, they've got a they've got a good receiving crew down there. They just uh, Freddie Kitchens is not head coach material. In a game that I very much enjoyed, the Baltimore Ravens put up thirty seven and beat the New England Patriots. Patriots Bad. are no longer undefeated. Lamar Jackson had a coming-out game on yeah. national television. It's not just that Lamar Jackson is good. He's very good. But the scheme that they have set him up with in Baltimore is is just so smart. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly what he needs. It you know it it, it takes full advantage of all of his strengths. And can hide some of his weaknesses, which he's worked so hard to almost eradicate over the last offseason. And, you know, I, uh, this Patriots team, it, it, I don't believe that they were a true undefeated team. I mean, you get to play the Jets twice, the no. Dolphins once. <laughs> oh. You know, you, you get the schedule that the Patriots had. It basically shouldn't count. You open the season with Steelers, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Washington, Giants, Jets, Browns. Ravens is the first team you play that's an uh, NFL football team. And the Patriots couldn't do what they liked doing this year because they were down 17 nothing. Yeah. Well before halftime in that the Ravens opening drives went touchdown, field goal, touchdown. So the Patriots could not run Sony Michelle the way they, li- they like to do this year. They yeah. Yeah, they just had to be content with the uh, with the the Tom Brady little dink and dunk nonsense and that's it's not gonna win you games. Tom Brady's not gonna nope. win you games anymore. You know he he he's not. You can't put 
the team on Tom Brady's back. 6.2 yards per completion average for Brady. Some Mitch that's, Trubisky Yeah, that's numbers. right where he's at. Um, Edelman and Sanu. I like the I like the acquisition of Muhammad Sanu. I think he's a little yeah. bit wasted yeah. on, on this Patriots team. Um, Belichick continues to be just obsessed with guys. Like, he wants eight wide receivers on the active roster at all times. Yep. And, he, like, I don't know. I don't know why why you're not just like, <laughs> like and you don't need anyone fast. Like Tom Brady ain't going to put it 40 yards no, downfield in the air. No, Sorry. He, he can't. He, 40 yards, not that much. Nope. He can't do that. Um, yeah, you don't really, you can run Sonny Michelle out of wide out. You can run Jamie Collins wide out. It doesn't matter. It's just, you're just run, running an out route. That's what they do all game. Seven different receivers caught passes for for the Baltimore Ravens. Jackson was 17 of 23 for 163 yards with the touchdown. Also 61 yards on the ground on 16 carries with two touchdowns. Man, he's just oh, great. He, they just do a little bit of everything. Option looks, draw looks, keepers, yeah. pocket passes, play actions. You just don't know what you're going to get. Mark Ingram is a perfect yeah. signing for them. Been great. Yeah, he's fantastic. They just have the guys that they need to make Lamar Jackson style work. Whereas there's always this thing in the NFL of like, well, is it really worth it to just sacrifice your whole identity for a quarterback? Like, yeah, if he's good, yeah. if he's this good, yeah, yeah. if he's good, Absolutely. yes, if he's bad, no, yeah. But why not? Why not find out? And so the Ravens are six and two, and you know, as much as I don't pay attention to like AFC East stuff, yeah. They're they're worth paying attention to. We'll keep our eye on them. And the uh, the Monday night game last night, the Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants thirty seven to eighteen. Uh, Dallas is having a nice bounce back middle of the season stretch. They're five and three. Yeah, you know they might make a push for that division. Nobody else really uh, in it. Yeah, their little th- three game losing stretch right in the middle: Saints, Packers, Jets. I mean, the Jets is the funny one. There. Yeah, the Jets is the 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 momentum crusher. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'd still expect them to win this division. Philadelphia, Philadelphia might make a push for it. But. Their schedule goes: Vikings, Lions, Patriots, Bills. In the next four for the Cowboys, that's Some not decent teams. That's yeah, not that's not tough. easy. That's not easy. It's not too tough, but it's not easy. So that that's the NFL this week. There's not. There's not too much. This season has been relatively quiet. There's very little, like, you know, I, now that Antonio Brown has apparently, like, deeply disappeared, which it helps everyone's life. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been, like, a lot of... Everything's been going so much smoother. Yeah, a lot of tabloid happened. stuff. There's there's just been, you know, these rookie quarterbacks look fantastic. And, yeah, there's just a, there's a lot of small small stuff happening. Yeah. And... Not a lot of it is interesting. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a pretty plain, yeah. uh, simple year this year. You know, um, some some good rookie quarterbacks, a great rookie head coach um, in Matt Lafleur. Um, all the other rookie head coaches not really look too 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 special. Um, but yeah, some 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 solid play all around. Some bad play all around. Not a kitchens man. No, not no. a kitchens man. He's not good. Next week it's a. Uh, Panthers coming to Lambeau. That's the afternoon game on Fox, which uh, is another another Buck Aikman experience. I don't know if you caught uh, Kevin Harlan's highlight last night. Uh-uh. He was on the radio call of Giants Cowboys. Fun and a stray cat ran out onto the. Floor. Oh, I did see that. And so he did his his normal call. Yeah, of uh, the stray cat. He even worked in an ad read. <laughs> wow, the cat was in the red zone. A uh, classic. Yeah. He's he's really good. He's so good. I'm I'm so so constantly impressed by how good Kevin Harlan is at any sport you put him in front of. But yeah, that's uh that's coming up next. Until then, we're Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. We are the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers, a team that bored me to sleep this week. Yeah. I was a bit tired without having watched them and yesterday was very or Sunday was very much a day of me going like are you kidding me yeah I was I working. have to be awake for this I was working and I said yeah I don't want to watch I don't want to listen to this anymore I don't want to watch this when I'm not driving this is not fun 
So we will be back next week to talk about next week's game. And uh, ah, head cheese head. Uh, uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. He had a touchdown catch. Good job. He did. He was. Uh, He's, yeah. He he looked like he was ready to play. Yeah, one his of, his one energy of about level two is... people. Uh, so congrats, Jamal. Yep. Yep. Showed up and uh, showed up and did it. So we'll look for look for the response next week. But there's our head cheese head. And until next week, what should the Packers wake up and do? Stay cheesy, baby. I want to tell you a story about the house in blue. I come home one Friday. Had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. She said, that don't confront me. Long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday come, I didn't get the rent. And out the door I went. So I goes to the landlady. I said, you let me slide. I have the rent for it tomorrow, the next day I don't know. So, so let me slide it on, you know, people. I notice when I come home in the evening. She ain't got nothing nice to say to me. But for five years, she was so nice. Lord, she would love her, it. I come home one particular evening. The landlady said, you got the rent money yet? I said, no, can't find no job, therefore I ain't got no money to pay the rent. She said, I don't believe you're trying to find no job. Said, I seen you today, you were standing on a corner, leaning up against a post. I said, but I'm tired. I've been walking all day. She said, that don't confront me, long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday I come out in the other end And out the door I went So I go down the streets Down to my good friend's house I said, look man I'm outdoors, you know Can I stay with you maybe a couple days? He said, oh, let me go and ask my wife Come out of the house. I could see his face. I know there was no. He said, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, she kind of funny, you know. I said, I know. Everybody funny. Now you funny too. So I go back home. I tell the landlady, I got a job. I'm gonna pay the rent. She said, Yeah. I said, Oh yeah. And then she was so nice. So I go in my room, pack up my things and I go I slip on out the back door Down the streets I go She uh, hollering about the front rent, she'll be lucky to get in the back rent She ain't gonna get none of it So I stop in the local bar, you know, people. I go to the bar. I rent my coat. I call a bartender. I said, look, man, come down here. He got down there. So what you want? I want bourbon. Since I don't know when I've been drinking bourbon whiskey Scotch and gin Gonna get high, man I'm gonna get loose Need me a triple shot of that juice Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear I want one bourbon, one scotch, one beer One bourbon, one scotch, one beer But I'm sitting now at the bar I'm getting drunk I'm feeling mellow I'm drinking bourbon I'm drinking
drinking scotch, I'm drinking beer. Look down a bar. You got a bartender. Doesn't look mad. Come down here. So what you want? Since the night before last Gotta get a drink, man I'm gonna get gas Gonna get high, man I ain't had enough Need me a triple shot of that stuff Gonna get drunk Won't you listen right here I want one bourbon One shot and one beer One bourbon One shot One beer What all that? Drunk, I'm gonna make it real clear. I want one bird. 